Hello and welcome to An Underdog Story, a walkthrough on the business of canine rehab. Each week we pull back the curtain on the intriguing world of canine rehab, from the nitty gritty of everyday operations to sharing heartwarming success stories. We're going to dig deep into what canine rehab really looks like, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. With me, your host, Anthony Skeena, a certified companion animal rehab therapist who has journeyed from the human PT world to make a difference in our furry friends' lives. Now let's get into this exciting underdog story that's waiting to be told. Welcome back, my fellow animal enthusiasts. I'm Anthony Skeena, CCAT, bringing you another episode of an underdog story. And today we're getting a little bit handsy, <laughs> quite literally. We're diving into the world of manual therapy, focusing not just on massage, which is the biggest misconception of manual therapy, but also stretching, joint mobilization, and manipulation. Let's peel back the layers of these therapeutic wonders. So to kick off, to break down what manual therapy is for our furry companions, it's basically a hands-on approach where therapists use various techniques from massages to mobilizations to specific joint and muscle treatments to help alleviate pain, improve mobility, and enhance overall well-being. From my human PT background, what similarities and differences have I seen when applying manual therapy to animals? Well, the fundamental principles remain the same. Understanding anatomy, muscle functions, and joints. However, with animals, there's an added layer of understanding their behavior, gauging their pain levels, and adapting techniques to their unique anatomy. So let's start with the basics, right? What exactly is manual therapy? Well, in essence, manual therapy encompasses hands-on techniques to treat musculoskeletal pain and disability. It includes massage, stretching, joint mobilization, and manipulation. For animals, this can help improve circulation, reduce muscle tension, and even alleviate pain. It's not just about relaxation, it's therapeutic, helping with recovery from injuries and surgeries. Are there specific techniques or approaches to animal massage? I mean, there's several techniques. You have effleurage, for instance, a light stroking technique, perfect for initiating relaxation and enhancing blood flow. And you have petrissage, which involves deeper kneading to address muscle tension. Each technique holds its unique benefits and is tailored to the animal's needs. <clears throat> Stretching. How does it play into animal rehabilitation? Well, I have to say, guys, stretching is vital. It helps improve flexibility, reduces the risk of injuries, and aids in muscle recovery. For dogs, especially post-surgery or injury, guided stretching can expedite their return to full mobility. 
So how do you ensure the stretching is beneficial and not causing discomfort in the animal? It's all about reading their cues. Starting slowly, maintain a gentle touch and always monitor their reactions. If an animal shows any sign of discomfort, we adjust. Over time, as trust builds, animals often start looking forward to their stretching sessions. Moving on to joint mobilization, what's the role there? Well, joint mobilization involves gentle rhythmic movements of joints in specific directions. It's aimed at reducing pain, improving mobility, and facilitating better joint function. Think of it as a gentle coaxing for the joints that are stiff or in pain. Finally, manipulation. Sounds a bit intense, so let me break it down. Manipulation, often called an adjustment, is a more forceful, controlled, and quick movement applied to a joint. It requires precision and expertise. In animals, it can realign joints, offer immediate pain relief, and restore function. But it is vital to ensure it's done by a certified professional. So if you've listened before, I do have proficiencies in instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization. To elaborate more on this, IASTM involves using specialized tools to perform mobilizations, typically to break down scar tissue and fascial restrictions. It promotes healing, increases blood flow, and can significantly improve mobility in many animals. Now, kinesiotaping is something we've all seen on human athletes probably, right? But how does it benefit our four-legged pals? Well, technically, kinesiotape is not something considered manual therapy, but it is something that can really facilitate the manual therapy you just did. So I did want to mention it as something that can help. Kinesiotaping for dogs acts similarly as it does for humans. It provides support enhances blood circulation, and can alleviate pain. Whether it's post-surgery or an older dog with joint issues, the benefits are profound. My first animal manual therapy session was with none other than my guy Miles. <laughs> he seemed a little bit puzzled at first, but as I gently massaged and stretched, he began to relax, almost becoming putty and then eventually dozing off. <laughs> it was a clear indicator of the potential benefits. Over time, I've had the pleasure of providing manual therapy to animals of all sizes, each session tailored to their specific needs. So any specific cases where these therapies made a marked difference? Oh, countless. One that stands out is Luna, a German shepherd with hip dysplasia. Through a combination of massage stretching and some joint mobilization, we saw tremendous improvement in her mobility and reduction in her pain levels. 
Her pet parents had stated she wanted to move more, she wanted to go out more, she wanted to play more. And those kind of details really excites us as we always try to improve the quality of life. Another one that stands out is Dasher, an Italian greyhound. He was having a problem putting down his right leg after bilateral patella correction. Now, I had done everything under the sun to help facilitate putting his leg down again. We would only get short-term success. So, I dug into my toolbox, and the old scrape and tape was the only thing I hadn't tried on him. After I did some instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization, I was able to get his leg down and keep it down. But I wanted to make sure that was facilitated once he left my facility. So I did a little kinesio taping to facilitate that leg down. And from then on there, he was progressing tremendously, going from the underwater treadmill to running on the land treadmill on all four legs. It was quite the transformation. Now, while manual therapy sounds magical, are there cases where it might not be the best? Absolutely. Not every condition or animal will benefit solely from manual therapy. Several injuries or certain medical conditions might need other treatments or even surgical interventions. Remember, it's always about a tailored approach. It's not just about the technique. The bond between the therapist and the animal is vital. Trust is essential. Just like humans, animals can sense our intentions, our energy. Ensuring they feel safe and comfortable is half the battle won already. How do I decide which therapy to use? Well, it's a blend of assessing the animal's condition, understanding their needs, and sometimes a bit of intuition. Often, a combination of techniques yields the best results. Tips for pet owners looking to introduce some basic manual therapy techniques at home? Obviously, you want to consult with a professional before starting. Basic massages can be beneficial, but always be gentle. Observe your dog's reactions. And when in doubt, seek guidance. Your pet's comfort and safety should always come first. And as we wrap up, I want to emphasize that while the techniques are technical, the essence of manual therapy is rooted in touch, trust, and understanding. It's a dance of hands and heart. Manual therapy is not a one-size-fits-all. It's an art, a science, and a labor of love. Gentle massages can be a bonding experience. With gentle strokes, you can both relax and deepen your bond with your furry friend. The magic of touch, be it a soothing massage or a gentle stretch, holds the promise of healing and rejuvenation. Remember, while these techniques are powerful, they are a part of a broader rehabilitation plan, from hydrotherapy and underwater treadmill which we discussed in a previous episode, to exercises, nutrition, and more, it's a comprehensive approach. Thanks for joining me on this therapeutic journey. 
This was an underdog story. Until next time, may your touch always bring comfort and joy to your furry companions. This is an underdog story, and thank you for joining me. I hope you've been as inspired and informed as I have been sharing it with you. And remember, in the world of canine rehab, every day is a new opportunity to turn an underdog story into a tail-wagging triumph. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and share to those who also might be interested on this topic. Also, send me your questions or share your own underdog stories with me to the Gmail link below. You can follow on Instagram and Facebook. That is also linked below. Check out Alpha's website. That is linked as well. Just as a disclaimer, any thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other company or organization I may be associated with.